0: to you direct from Bris Vegas, Australia. We are four music fans who have agreed to disagree on just about everything in popular music. I'm Lord Ben, Lord of the Lords, your humble host, and a real-life Meatloaf fan. I'm joined by my three bats out of hell, Lord Brett, your own Kenny G, and your long-haired lover from Coochie Mudlow, Lord Al, the Enigma, he loves the obscure but won't deny the heavy metal youth in his closet. And Lord Kev, still keeping up that fake Irish accent, if only to deride anything that ever sold more than five copies. And welcome back to The Lords of Loud. And this is episode 99 of The Lords of Loud. Very, very exciting indeed. Lord Al, I look to you for some. Facts yep. about ninety yeah, nine. Ninety nine. So three th- multiplied by thirty three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was, I was going
1: to say two nines, but your sounds better. So. Oh, that's true.
0: <laughs> what is two nines in bingo? Two fat ladies. No, it's not two fat ladies. Am I saying no. leg? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, two ladies with big noses. Oh dear. Uh, 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 agent ninety nine from Get Smart. We yeah. never actually found out her real yeah. name in the, epi- in the in the show. I thought it was agent. I thought it was just a. 99 was a surname. Oh, sorry. I so thought it was being rude, calling it by a, <laughs> Call a surname. Call him oh, a surname. No. Call her agent for Pete's sake. Right. That's all I got. That's <laughs> all so you got on 99. Well, that's great for the... Very good. For the that's for excellent. The, ...for our one, that's our really one, good. one person uh, listening so in. So what are we doing t- tonight? It's got nine tens nine minus.
0: Well, the episode tonight, we're talking all about experimental Ooh, music. All experimental. And I'm sure Lord al has got the proper definition for us in a minute. That's right. But... First of all, it's album of the week, and it's actually my turn for album of the week yeah. this week. Oh, what have you got? I'm going back to one of my old favorites. I keep I keep trying to build them up. Nobody, you know, I'm trying to get them some support. This mm-hmm. last album that I'm about to this is the album I'm about to talk about. It was had to be crowdfunded because they just you know mm-hmm. there's just not enough support for them, and they're one of the greatest bands ever. And that's Shearwater. I've mentioned them plenty of times on the show. You have. Yeah. You have. This is their last album. Uh, well, I hope it's not their last album. It's their most recent album. Um, This was started before COVID, and of course, you know, COVID got in the way of everything. um, And they've just finished it off, released only last month, I believe. Maybe end of May. Um, This is The Great Awakening by Shearwater, the album is called. And, yeah, more of the same great music by them. They just keep finding ways to be inventive um, in that. In that style I hope I'm sure the listeners Have gone and listened To some of their Other albums That oh, I've mentioned undoubtedly. You know, undoubtedly So there'll be <laughs> There'll be no stranger To fans of the show I certainly hope They've not made The mistake I've made And I've just realised That this whole time I've been thinking It's the band From Almost Famous <laughs> <laughs> That's That's right. Yeah So I'm going to play A track off that album now um, This is uh, Everyone You Touch By Shearwater This is off their Brand new album um, The Great Awakening So please Go out and check it out It's on Spotify Mm -hmm. Endlessly rustling, talking, don't pull us a breath Everyone coming here looking for someone else Watching them tearing up the tracks along the line Mirabal standing in for galaxies of
1: light No, that's funny. Yeah. They didn't mention the pandemic once. No. Because right? right. I thought it might have been a public service announcement. you know It's about touch, COVID, yeah. Yeah, it's about mm-hmm. COVID, right? right? Keep your hands to yourself or at least, you know, mm. get a bit of that stuff on your yeah, hands. But
0: strangely, I feel ill. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, anyway, do yourself a favour. Yeah, lovely. <laughs> get out
0: there and uh, and listen to the new album by Shearwater and please go back and listen to all their previous sort of albums Nick, as well. Nick That one. Yes. Yeah, they've got a great. Great casual laid back sound, but experimental um yeah, great music. Anyway. Let's move on to the main topic of the night, and that is experimental music. I'll turn to our resident bookworm Lord Al. Bookworm. To fill bookworm. us in on what it... that's a polite term. Is for that it? on
1: his <laughs> is that on his business card? <laughs> bookworm. Tell us what what do well, no. we
0: mean by experimental music? N- Lord Al, Al. Al. I don't bookworm. see no book. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're one a week, cry. guys, one a week. Um, well, it's interesting because when we were talking about the Beatles in the last episode, there oh was Oh, God. Uh, no, <laughs> we're not going to go in that trick again. Drench that up again. But remember there was where we were talking about the Shite album. Yes. And, you know, Revolution 9 was the big, oh, look what they've done. Um, mm-hmm. not, not that we've discussed it in the last episode. But previously <laughs> and all around the place, people were just like, oh, weren't they innovators, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, they, people have said certain things. So people have said certain things. Um, so, uh, of course, they weren't. They they ripped other people off, right? Um, and one of the people that I think inspired that whole idea was uh, Stockhausen. Is that mm-hmm. it? Stockhausen? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what the Kelly Oakbridge is So, so, so I'll, I'll start. I'll start uh, a definition with with a quote. Um, and this is from uh, from someone else on the interwebs uh, who's far more clever than I am. Um, so those suffering from Stockhausen condition believe they're, they're, they've they obtained a deep appreciation for boring or poorly executed avant-garde performance. This syndrome helps suppress the infuriating realisation that someone, likely yourself, is wasting your time, money, and or mental energy. It's um, like being a pavement fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's Right. So, so uh, experimental music—it um, it seems to uh, uh, split into uh, into two uh, main ideas. Like when I think of it, and when I kind of read what other people have said about it as well, you have well, you've got unusual instruments or choices, um, but it's still structured, and which is apparently what Stockhausen is like. Sure, like he was ultra you know, I will, I will need this sound at this particular point. This is the score. Don't fuck it up. So it wasn't a free-for-all. Yeah, it mm. wasn't a free-for-all. Right, right. And so at the other end, you have you're open to chance type of things. And some people uh, would take it very open to chance, like, you know, they'd roll dice or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Wu-Tang. <laughs> or, or you'd have Frank Zappa playing a bike. <laughs> <laughs> so so part of the, the open to chance thing, uh, it can also be called indeterminate music there's an element of chance, either in how it's composed um, or how it's performed. Um, So Experimenting with Music, uh, there's this really weird document... Well, not weird. There's a great documentary about weird music. Um, And they talked about this uh, experimenting with music going back to Mozart, uh, allegedly, in the 18th century. And it was rolling dice to compose from a reference chart. So if you rolled these, these two dice... It'd say, oh, this is, you know, the bit of music that you can use next. Right. And so you right. just keep on rolling dice until you've created a score right. and then you play it. So each one could be different um to to a previous one. So experimental music was a reaction to all the 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 rigidity of Stockhausen saying, you know, as strange as this is, you need to do it exactly as it's written. Right. Um so some of the interesting, more interesting ones that were a little more open, um, I've got a couple here to play. One was Luigi Rossolo, um, from 1914 with his Noise Machines. And I won't say the name of the song because it's just too obscure. I need a tune up, <laughs> it's on. It's on. that's right. Just, <laughs> it's like you flooded it, yeah. <laughs> that's right. It's an old change of something there. Very good. I found, I found that very yeah. relaxing, actually. Oh, you like that? Uh, yeah, so, so, so it wasn't like a, it's not like when I was saying a reaction that was in the 1950s. So, this is just some precursors to sure, sure. you know, what people were experimenting with, um, certainly before the 1950s and, and definitely before the Beatles. Was that guy uh, shot? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> well, that guy must have been shot, right? Yeah. Oh, well. uh-huh. <laughs> there's another one, uh, Pierre Schaffer, um, who was doing a music concrete, uh, using everyday sounds um, to compose music. So, take it away with that one. 1948. This is.
0: So, what point is it just sound effects? Yes, so sound effects, and you
1: know, yeah. So, so that's one side, (laughs) which is which is more, you know, let's use unusual things to perform with. Sure, but then you've also got uh, another offshoot, and I'll jump past the fifties for a second into nineteen sixty-four, and a guy called Terry Riley has a song called "In C," and he had uh, fifty-three short little patterns. 53. Each, uh, 53, 53, short and simple repeating uh, phrases, sorry. And each musician could start uh, and play however many times they wanted to each little uh, phrase. So every performer go, has to go through the score at their own pace, but they should try to stay within two or three phrases of each other. So you can, <laughs> you can play it how you feel, but you also need to listen to other people. Wow. So I, I think... It's probably best just to play a few little passages of this at different times because, like, you certainly don't listen to the whole thing. All right, um, but you have—you can promise our listeners that you've oh, listened absolutely. to it. All. Oh, absolutely! Ah, look, the the last five minutes were the best. So, mm. so that was actually, sorry, I made a mistake, it was 1968. Obviously oh. not oh, 64, you can sick. tell the difference. Right. So. But that version, I think, was uh, that, that particular one, it's like 10 minutes long. Um, and you can sort of notice a a shift over the course of the music, right. but you can't really put your finger on what's happening okay. too much. Um, so that was more, uh, you know, this is traditional instruments, but we're playing around with how yeah. it's performed mm. and every musician has to keep an, eye, uh, an ear out even more than usual for what the other people are doing. Mm-hmm. Very good. But if we jump back Ooh, into whoa, the into 1950s, moral. into the 50s, one of the, uh, one of the, I guess, most well-known uh, people in experimental music is John Cage. And he used to do things like toss coins or consult the I Ching of course. Um, yes. to, nice. to, to, to compose. Much like how we work out what an episode's about, That's right? True. Yes, it's trying. <laughs> He also did stuff well, with... Rep- consult the oracles. <laughs> 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 so look, we, we, we had our own stuff, like with Alpha Battle, you know. We You know, Let fate decide what yeah. the, uh, the bullshit topic of the uh, sure. the week would be. Many listeners have decided about cut, cutting open a goat <laughs> and look at the entrails to decide whether <laughs> they'll listen in or not, right? Yes, that's right. Sure, really yeah. nice. It's tea leaves, goats, whatever. <laughs> I don't want to fence them in. Whatever floats your boat. And John Cage would also do stuff with uh, prepared piano. It would screws or uh, weather stripping between the piano strings uh, to try and get a more African flavor so wow but right. always
0: always slightly unpredictable okay well let's play one of John's most famous pieces now um, and this is four minutes 33 by John Cage
1: is this the extended cut?
0: Great intro. Zip Studios and proudly distributed as part of the Zenith Command Network.